I've heard that the best amount to aim to grow by week after week is 4%. Period. 4% might not seem like a lot. But over really time, hit the jackpot by most of the world's standards, even though most of you think it's still not enough. What's going to make things magnificent on your terms, not somebody else's terms? But if you're on an awakening journey and you have recognized that those are there, you have taken the most crucial step to get out of that, which is to become aware that it's actually happening. This is your last chance. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to the Joygasmic Life Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found your way here and you're in for a treat because here we are sharing the top tips, hacks, and tools that our community of conscious women mothers have found to really work to make a difference in how they parent and how they can keep their calm and cool even when their kids are driving them crazy. Each week I interview guests who are bulletproof moms, badass women running their own businesses on the leading edge of consciousness, who are here to support people in getting the skills, knowledge, and tools they need to put into practice what it is to walk their talk and be conscious spiritual women in the world. Our topics range from optimal nutrition to mindset hacks to tantra and everything in between. If there's a topic or an expert you'd like to see interviewed, drop me a line on my Facebook page and I'm happy to see if we can arrange that. Remember, if you love the podcast, there's so much more on our website, bulletproofmoms.com, and we would so appreciate that you subscribe, share our podcast with your friends, and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're viewing this as it helps us reach more people. Remember, if we talk too slow, you can always speed us up. I know I love to do that. And without further ado, here is our next guest. Hey guys, it's Elena here. Today it's just you and me, and I'm actually going to start a whole other season that's just me sharing little bits of wisdom and thoughts. And before I get started on that, I really wanted to let any of you know who haven't met me or haven't been following my writing on Facebook or stories or anything like that, just a little bit of history of how I ended up here, how I ended up talking about Bulletproof Moms and a joygasmic life and share a really profound story from my life that changed the course of my life and was a moment of despair really that was really challenging and uh, I wanted to share it specifically because we're in some pretty challenging times right now this is being recorded in March 2020 uh, just after and just before quarantine and coronavirus and all that so um this story is relevant, I think, anytime uh, as an inspiration to realize that you can make a change, that the, the answer and the choice to make change lies within you. And uh, I believe that it's only by sharing our stories that we can be truly healed from the challenges that we experience through them. So this is me sharing my story with you. I want to make sure that no one ever feels ashamed or alone in the worst moments of their lives. And in sharing my story, I want you to know that no matter how bad it is, 
no matter how hopeless it seems, you can find a way to make a change and be the human, the mother, the family member, the brother, the sister, whatever it is that you desire to be. And I might tear up a little bit. I can feel them in my eyes right now already, but I trust this is a vulnerable journey. And so I'm excited to share with you guys and we'll get started. So the story is called The Deep End of Mom Guilt, and this happened in early 2013, probably almost exactly seven years ago to the day, and here we go. (sighs) The birds giggle in the trees, the sky a brilliant blue and wind skitters through the palm branches. It looks like paradise, but I'm too busy to notice as my thoughts whirl around in my endless to-do lists, how lonely I'm feeling, money worries, and the suffocating mom guilt that are the dailies of my life. My son is splashing, giggling, and playing in the pool. He waves, Mom, come play. I shake my head no, pointing at my phone. Mommy has work to do. I look guiltily at the screen. It's not work, it's Facebook. More like avoidant distraction, I mumble to myself. My soul is so tired. These days, I only move if my son is hungry or in danger. I go right back to my scrolling, worrying, feeling secretly guilty that he might drown because I'm not paying attention hating myself for feeling so cut off from him and how much I just kind of really don't care. I'm so overwhelmed. A voice cuts through my reverie like the last strike of an axe felling a tree. Mom, pancakes? I manage a half smile. Let's go make pancakes. My mood lifts briefly as his little hand slips into mine. His feet clumsy over the cobblestone as we move in slow motion towards our house. All he really wants is my attention, but I am too preoccupied with panic over how to pay the bills to give it to him. I am constantly searching for escape plans. It's been brutally hard since the ex left and my dream of our happy family was shattered. My thoughts of suicide are getting louder than they've ever been, but I can't tell anyone my thoughts. Surely they will take my son away from me if I tell them what I've been thinking. I need help. I'm watching the free and independent woman I used to be drown under the daily demands of single mothering. I never really wanted to be a parent anyway, but now I can't abandon my son and I want to die. Often I think maybe we could both accidentally fall off something deathly high at the same time. My mind hurls its way away. Oh, my mind hurls itself away from that thought. What kind of mother thinks such things? He tugs again on my hand. Pancakes? Even though I've agreed, I know that's the last thing we need. I remember us binge eating pancakes last week. Then him yelling, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid at me over and over again on repeat. And nothing I could do could make him stop. I went into a screaming rage, unable to control my emotions. 
I can't stop thinking about what a friend shared with me about mood instability caused by neuroinflammation from wheat and sugar and eggs and milk, basically pancakes. Yet here I am again, feeling guilty and still making them. I know we both need to stop, but it's one of the only meals he'll reliably eat. So I grumble over this while I wash the pan, crack the eggs, mix and pour, stir, stir, wait for the pan to heat up, flip, wait, flip, wait. He picks one up with his chubby and uncomfortably grubby hand and smushes it into his face. Yucky, no. He spits them out, as two-year-olds often do. Does he have any idea the strength I've summoned just to make them? No, actually, he doesn't care. He's two. I reach over and lift the top pancake, flapping it like a mouth. Come eat us. We were made just for you. No, he barks, and the remaining slivers of my caring mother are destroyed. Another part of me screams. Eat your fucking pancakes, you little shit. But you can't say such things to a child. A strikingly clear visual of shaking him so hard he doesn't come back flashes through my mind. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And I'm horrified at the graphic and violent nature of these thoughts. What kind of mother am I? Obviously terrible. I deserve to die. I take a deep breath. And stuff that thought into the bag with all the other thoughts I'm not supposed to think. After 26 months, 8 days, and 20 minutes of being a mom, that bag is overflowing. That afternoon, at the playground, another mom asks me, Did you hear about the boy? She whispers, and I see her wanting to connect. She seems horrified and is asking for support, but all I feel is numb. Even her face seems blurry to me. What boy? I ask dutifully. I must at all costs keep up the facade of fine and normal. She shares with me in hushed tones. A family with a little boy. Only two and a half. The babysitter wasn't watching. He drowned while she was on Facebook. She looks at me, pleading for understanding. I scoff inside, thinking, that's not so bad. I daydream in worse ways for me and my son to die every day. She continues, her voice barely audible. But the boy didn't actually die in the pool. I heard the babysitter's boyfriend got high on crystal meth. He locked the older boy in the bathroom, then raped and killed the younger boy. The parents came home from their dinner date to find their children, one horribly dead, the other locked up and still sobbing. <laughs> Her voice breaks and she looks at me, eyes pleading for understanding. For the first time in a long time, something pierces the numbness and a surge of fear rises within me. The story is way too familiar. It's the culmination of all the worst fears I've had. 
the babysitter might betray us, Facebook, the pool, strange men might hurt him, finding out meth addicts were sharing our hangout spot last month, homicide, all of it, my reality, right now. Suddenly, I remember, just the day before, hearing an otherworldly scream, one of utter anguish, unreal, wretched, and torn, something far beyond what I imagined a voice could create. I understand now. It was the sound only a mother's shattered heart could make. A new truth floods every cell of my being. A wave of clarity shakes loose all the thoughts of death. You think you're stuck with your son forever? Wrong. You are the powerful creator of your life, and you can manifest him dead if you want. He could be gone, and you could be free. This is your warning shot. I see the true power of my terrible thoughts and the law of attraction. Do I truly want him dead? My body quivers with the memory of her scream, as if I'm inside of her. No, no, not dead. Anything but dead. Suddenly the anguish I've been experiencing seems like nothing. Life would certainly be worse with the permanent trauma of my son dead. I imagine how my own mother would feel if she lost us both, like my, main, my mind has been daydreaming. A mother's heart is not made to outlive her children. Death is no longer an option, no matter what challenges I'm facing right now. I am determined to live. For him, for myself, and for my family. I must. While the end of the day finds me exhausted as always, I also feel an inner vigor that wasn't there before. With my son asleep, I slump into my favorite chair. I can feel the stinging behind my eyes from the tears I've been holding back. I've lived terrified of what might happen if I let those feelings out but living with them has been a nightmare. Years of tears and anger I've stuffed and never let myself feel, but now there's no holding back. All the memories of my emotional absence to my son's requests, my frozen heart, my blatant neglect of his deepest needs for emotional connection and contact, all the guilt comes pouring through me. Instead of stuffing, I let go, and I surrender to it, finally feeling it all. I have no excuses right now. There's nothing else to do, no distractions. Only me with my tears, crying out the entire ocean of self-loathing that I've built around myself. I feel another sensation rising. It begins as a whisper of awareness and then swells all around me. A feeling way bigger than me moves me into surrender. A peaceful, warm sensation. It carries the feeling of forgiveness and love like a sweet mother rocking her unsettled baby to sleep. The hollow sounds of my crying seem to become less about what happened more about how unworthy I now feel of the grand love that holds me in this moment. For the first time, my sadness feels healing instead of dangerous. 
sit like this for a very long time. And later, still held in the sweet arms of this divine forgiveness, I returned to my son, sleeping quietly on our bed. No endless toddler requests, only sweetness. He looks different than I've ever seen him before. I lay down, my body curved close around his tiny one. My heart feels warm. A strange new sensation rises within me. Is this what it feels like to be a loving mother? Suddenly it occurs to me. He didn't mean to hurt me. He's only a child. Nothing he's done, nothing I've done, can't be undone with forgiveness and love. It starts with me being responsible for my emotions, feeling them, and being a better me no matter what he does. I lay there for a long time, staring at him with brand new eyes. The next day, despite my best intentions, I find myself right back in it. His cry of, Mom! Like nails on a chalkboard, a life or death threat to my sanity. Old stories whirl around on repeat until I catch myself, and in an act of sheer will, I shake my head and say, Stop it! I won't do this anymore. My inner world comes back into focus. Life is vibrant around me. The birds sing their merry tunes. The sky peppered with clouds, and the wind feels gentle on my face. What if I let go of the old stories and listen to the birds instead? I remember my new intention. I will find a way to be the mother I want to be. I will notice the pattern. I will conquer this moment with love. I can see the monumental realization I had doesn't change the stress and overwhelm of my daily life. But at least now I can firmly tell that murderous voice and all the worry and all the fear and all the pain, death is not an option. I face the next day with a new strength, fueled by the power of my conviction to be better. I wake in the morning and write in Sharpie on my, each of my fingers, breathe, create love, magnetize, look inside, celebrate. Today, if I feel overwhelmed or at the edge of yelling, I will take a breath and let myself feel the anger. I won't bottle it up any longer. I will surrender the pain. I will surrender to the pain and I will let the feeling move through me and out of me. I promise myself, my son, and my family that I will never take hurtful action towards him or myself ever again. To my surprise, the exercise works and I am able to calm myself significantly from the wild blind rage to a sweet desire for peaceful connection. My mind begins to calm and I'm able to see the world around me through different eyes. For the first time since the ex left, I begin to dream of what life might be like in the future if things actually went well. I can feel the strength of the process I've been doing and decide to call the exercise my five fantastic fingers. I can feel how it's changing me and I begin to daydream about sharing it with others. 
What starts as a daydream quickly becomes a raging passion inside of me. No one should have to go through what I've been through. I will share my story. I'll teach what I've learned and I'll prevent the suffering of many people. The idea of being a change maker fuels my soul and powers my recovery over the next few years. I lead workshops teaching the tools that I used every day to keep my overwhelm at bay. Whenever I feel fear or doubt, I return to the vision of myself, teaching, sharing, and alive with passion. Now, many years later, when we make our favorite breakfast, I am brimming with joy. Pancakes, the gluten-free and vegan variety. My son smiles as he squishes dates, bananas, and chia seeds together. Okay, next ingredient, I say with genuine enthusiasm. We finally found a recipe that my son likes, actually tastes good, and doesn't hurt our bodies at all. He goes to pour the pancake mix in and spills it all over the counter. I don't even flinch. And instead of being mad, I simply ask him, how can we fix this really easily? He smiles at me and says, easy mom, I'll just push it back into the bowl. He does it all by himself as my fingers dance across the recipe. One last ingredient. I pause for effect in a joke that never seems to get old to us. Did you put the love in? I look at him and he giggles. Yep, I got it, mom. He grins at me and my heart fills with warmth and pride. I understand with every single part of me, my dedication to choosing to live and to be a better mom has made this moment possible. I look at him with tenderness and pride. He's so peaceful now. And so am I. Tears pull sweetly in my eyes. I am enchanted with this moment, my son and our family. Most importantly, I am so pleased with myself for making that pivotal decision to do better, to be better. When I look back at that time, I can see now that it was so much more about what I was holding on to inside than what was happening around me. As I learned to open my feet, as I, oh, sorry guys. As I learned to open and feel my feelings again, life became easier. And as I moved through the next years of healing workshops and breathwork retreats, I realized that I was not alone in my pain. I've heard many stories like mine and way worse. Moments that people just like you and I have lived through that take my breath away to imagine. Yet they found the strength to continue on. You may have heard a few, but I wonder if you've really taken the time to really feel and heal your own story. You can, right now, make the decision and commit to no longer blame anyone else for your challenges or your pains. Imagine what is possible when you take 100% responsibility for feeling your feelings and finding love for them and for yourself. When you embrace that kind of radical self-love, no matter what the people around you are doing, you become aligned with the force of love. This is the power you hold inside of you already. As a female change maker, 
as an awakening being, as a mother, you must walk your talk and be the source of peace in your family and in your life. Your family needs healing that only you can provide. Only you can draw a line through the chaos of your life and know what is acceptable to you and what is not. Then you can firmly stand with what you believe is best and create yourself as a brand new woman. Now is the time for you to know your power, hold your head higher, and create a new reality for you and your family. Breathe, create love, magnetize, look inside, and celebrate. Incredible joy is waiting for you and for all of us in this next chapter of your life and the next chapter of the world. Well, I know I cried some as I read that and even though I've read it dozens of times in the creation process, it touches my heart so deeply every time. I hope that you feel touched and that you truly take a moment to commit to making it through whatever challenges you're experiencing right now. Take this moment right now and make that commitment. Feel where that commitment, where the seed of it has landed in your heart from listening to this story. And take these moments to expand that feeling, to allow it to begin to grow so that it may blossom and flower into your life so that you can be the steady rock that is the solid ground of your family so that you can be the anchor to divine love and be a pillar of knowing that everything around you happens for your highest good and that this is in fact your highest good. I know that that might seem difficult, but I also know that you have the strength to do it. I want to give you all of the tools that helped me get through that most challenging experience of my life. I want you to know what it is to have that experience and experience that transformation where you recognize That the past version of yourself that might have been worried or fearful or unsure is a thing of the past that no longer impacts your current reality. While it took me years to do this transformation, I know from working with people just like you that the ability to ground that transformation into yourself and to move out of fear and into joy and pleasure and certainty of a beautiful outcome for yourself is available to you right now. I'm offering for you for free the five fantastic fingers, the tool that I used to help me fight every moment of panic that arose over the next seven years after that story 
that might have stopped me from being who I am here now. It's a power-packed tool that takes less than five minutes from start to finish, and you don't need anything, any tools, any tricks, just your hands and your own commitment to make a change. You'll have plenty of moments to practice (laughs) because you're a mom, you're a human being in the world right now, and anytime you feel panic, you can hardwire the knowing that panic moves to certainty, calm, and clarity really quickly simply by utilizing this technique. You can find it in the show notes or by going to Elena, E-L-E-N-A, Harder, H-A-R-D-E-R-R, that's two R's, dot com slash nomad, N-O-M-A-D, stands for nomad mamas. I want to give you the tools so that you don't ever lash out at your kids in anger or isolate yourself away from them out of fear for how you might react like I used to do so that you can show up to all of those moments with compassion and connection and a willingness to be your best self. Your family needs healing that only you can provide. And as an awakening woman, I know that you already have so many of those tools. I just want you to add this one to your toolbox. Once you become part of the Joygasmic Life community, there is so much available to you. We're doing calls for community and support. We're doing learning online for kids and for adults. There is so much that I have to offer you in terms of tools, and I'm making it available at very reasonable prices for people because I understand that for many of you, money is tight or beyond tight. I understand that this may be a challenging time and I want you to have the tools that you need. If you need personal support, I am offering that through Zoom, which means we can do it digitally and I am available to support you with whatever challenges that may be. If that means we get on a call and you cry for half an hour and then we plan out strategies for half an hour, that's what it'll be. But you will come out of each of those calls stronger, more resilient, knowing that you are connected to other people, other beings, and that you are a powerful creator of solutions in your life. Because that's what you need to be right now. That's what we all need to be right now. And I'm here to support you with that as much as I possibly can, and as deep as you are willing to die with me. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to sharing with you through the many videos and podcasts that I've already created, and I hope to see you live in one of our live experiences soon. I wish you the most beautiful day. May you look for the silver lining in everything around you. May you be connected to that endless and bountiful source of hope and love and connection. May you experience your true divinity and your true power over yourself, your body, and your creation. I love you. Even if we've never met, I love you for I love all beings. And I love you most of all for having taken 
the time to spend this time with me right now. Have a beautiful day. There's so much waiting for you. Come dive in with me. Even if I've tried to do this in the past and it's been unsuccessful or I've given up and I felt like I could never change, I can completely change this. Follow your breath and you contract those intrinsic muscles as you follow your breath and you bring that breath all the way up to that pineal gland. One of the most valuable concepts that I personally learned is that in order to reach the level of success, self-confidence, and prosperity that you want, you have to brainwash Yes, brainwash yourself. See, either way it goes, you're going to be brainwashed. But the question is, Hey guys, uh, thank you so much for being on that journey with me. It's been a work of love to create such a journey. And I invite you to come and be part of the tribe, come be part of the experience, and get your full access pass so that you can see all of the things that are being created, experience all of the things that are being created. This is literally just a demo and just a toe in the ice of what is available in terms of audio and content that is highly programmable into your subconscious in your highest, highest possibility. And so I thoroughly encourage you, if you are into personal development, if you watch this thing all the way to the end, you're, there's clearly something here for you. And I wanna have you as part of the tribe. So I love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And I'll see you on the other side in the tribe. Sugar addiction and addiction in general. And she filled me with this beautiful knowledge and power that I always knew was inside me, but just needed, I think, a little bit of coaxing to come out. I can actually tell that there's been a big shift and it's not just superficial. It's on a fundamental level. Um, my thought processes are different and that's such a beautiful gift because I've been working really hard to get rid of this sugar addiction as I'm sure a lot of people are and you know I lost a ton of weight and then I hit that plateau and there's that one thing that's super hard to beat and thanks to Elena I think I definitely have it. This time I'll beat the addiction to sugar. I'm on a big mission to end family trauma in this generation and so I'm working with conscious moms to create a powerful change where we can become bulletproof, where we have no triggers, where our children cannot touch us, no matter what they throw at us, so that we can be the kind of moms that we needed and the kind of moms that we want to be for this new generation so that we can end rape, we can end trauma, we can end neglect, we can end sexual shame, we can end consumerism, we can end screen addiction, we can end all of these things by how we choose to parent and how we show up in the world. So I invite you to be here here on this journey with me and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side so get your name and email in that box and join me on this journey it's going to be an incredible seven days where you are guided every day to understand how to create better habits how to not give up and how to implement the 60 second hack to rewire your brain so that you know that no matter what's happening you'll come back to a loving place fast love you I'll see you on the other side moment and your future but also your perceptions of your past so that you look at your past and your life and you already see all of the places where you have integrated this change and had been previously unaware of it thank you so much for being here today with me 
And you've done great work today, not only for yourself, but for our collective consciousness. I'll see you here tomorrow. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.